So, good morning. It is April 8th, 2021. The sun is trying to poke through here in Edmonton. You can see blue sky a little bit. And I think today's a good day to start my very first podcast. I don't know, I have this urge and I have this fire. And I have this drive. And I've been quiet for so long. Like, I've written things. And it's like so many people have like taken whatever they wanted from what I've written but I never really explained it and I feel like I love to write I love to write but I feel like where my calling is is in my voice in my voice because my physical body will change but my voice will always remain the same so Let's get to it. Let's talk. Let's talk about some important things. Let's just, these are not facts. There's a few facts that I'm going to go over, but these are not facts. These are, this is from my own perspective. This is from my own, from my own journey and what I've learned from it and what have I, what I've taken from it and what I did to change the situation and look back on it and get a different perspective of what was really going on but big pharma's not gonna like me after today but whatever (laughs) but yeah let's talk about big pharma let's talk about the drug company in the world let's talk about pharmaceuticals let's talk about mental illnesses let's talk about let's just let's talk Let's, let's talk and if you're listening thank you thank you for listening because this is taking a lot of courage out of me to be like hey hey let's have this conversation now let's have this conversation and let's get into it so big pharma big pharma you know everyone knows the pharmaceutical company everyone knows how much money they pull in all the time and everybody knows that it's just a band-aid it is just a band-aid for an illness And if you can't admit that, it's like, it is a band-aid and it's a money-hungry company that it's like, it's, its main purpose isn't meant for you to heal. Its main purpose is to put a band-aid on it, like put a band-aid on it. But like, I was doing some research on Big Pharma and I'll talk about my own experience with pharmaceuticals and what went wrong and what went right and being able to call shots on my own body and on my own soul but let's get into some facts let's talk about how much the pharmaceutical company is really worth because I feel like once you see this number you're gonna be like what the fuck like straight up what the fuck like I'm not like trying to condemn pharmaceuticals because there's some that work there's some that work but I don't think you're supposed to be on them for a long period of time to where your own body is shutting itself down your own body and your own soul because your soul's in there somewhere we all have souls unless you're soulless and you're you're a vampire and you just feed off other people's souls but it's like we all have a soul deep down in there and your soul will tell you when this is no longer working for me and i need another option your soul will tell you that in so many ways, in like physical symptoms, in 
mental situations and emotional it's like it's just a band-aid like there's other options to go down there's other plant medicine based options like medicine that comes from the earth you know our living breathing organism that we are currently living on right now our living breathing consciousness that we are currently living on mother earth like she gives us plant medicine she gives us plants that are meant to heal us so we don't have to go towards a chemical that's just going to imbalance the balance in our brain and we defend we defend our pharmaceuticals like we're this pill makes me happy this pill gets me out of bed in the morning and it's like you're relying too much on a pill that's just a band-aid a temporary band-aid to you know it's a deeper thing than just here's some pills and i'll get into that but it's like let's talk about big pharma because i i could talk all day you know, when you've been quiet for so long, it's time for you to start speaking up. It's time for you to start making noise. It's time for you to speak up because you see the damage that it's been doing to so many people. And you just sit back and watch. You sit back and watch and you're just like, whoa. Like you see the damage. You can see it in someone's soul when it has done more damage than good. And it's like, hey, let's speak up. So Big Pharma, let's see. So U.S. Big Pharma or U.S. Pharmacy, pharmaceutical, is the largest company in the world. Largest company in the world. United States pharmaceutical company is the largest company in the world. Okay. And they are accounted for 40% of the global sales in 2017. And what year is it today? It's 2021. I couldn't find how much sales they have ha made in 2021 but I found 2017 and it's like when you actually think about it 40 percent they have contributed to 40 percent of the biggest sales in 2017 so it's like I don't even want to know I don't even want to know how much like how much it's been to, like today because I bet you that number has increased because the more people that get sick, the more people that are going through certain situations, the more people that are going through trauma, the more people that are going through breakups, the more people that are going through life changes, just give them a pharmaceutical. A pharmaceutical will help them. Give them a pharmaceutical. Give them a pharmaceutical, it will help them. It will put the band-aid on them. But don't tell them that they can heal themselves. No, 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 that would be damaging to our company. That would be damaging to our system. Don't tell them that they can heal themselves. Don't tell them that. Just give them a pharmaceutical. But yeah, so it's like, after diving into that, I just was like, how much money does the pharmaceutical biz, like how much money does the pharmaceutical company make? And this is gonna be, this is soul shocking. Like this is, when I saw it, I was like, what? This is a lot of money. Like this is a lot of money. But as of right now, or yeah, as of right now, the pharmaceutical makes $341.1 billion a year. A year. Let me say that number again. $341.1 billion a year. You can't even imagine that. 
you can't even be like you like you can't even imagine that and you're just like what like i said i'm not dissing the pharmaceutical company like that's not what i'm doing i'm just trying to get people to open their eyes and be like whoa whoa like some pharmaceuticals they work well like you know painkillers if they're used properly you know like but I feel like some doctors are just fucking prescription happy and they sign whatever the heck they can and they're like, here, take this. And it's like, why are you giving this much pills to somebody? And I'll get into that. But then this is the prediction of how much money they will make in 2023. So two years from now, two years from now, two years from now, they will be, they have predicted the pharmaceutical company will have will be making 685.45.45 billion dollars by 2023. That is a jump. Like that is how much is that? That's like I'm trying to do some math right now. That's 344.1 billion dollars between 2021 to 2023. I don't know about you, but that's a huge jump within two years. That is a huge jump. That's huge. It's like, are more people just going to get sick? Are more people just going to be like, put a band-aid on it? Put a band-aid on it. Because it's not, you know, I've witnessed some people on pharmaceuticals, on antidepressants, and it's scary, myself included. And I'll get into that. But I've witnessed some people on it. And I'm just like, you are emotionally on an emotional roller coaster right now. And it's not doing anything for you. It's not trying to fix the problem. It's not trying to dig deeper. It's just putting a band-aid on it. You know, like when you experience so many symptoms of anxiety and depression, it's a symptom. You are showing a symptom. You are not, you are not like, you can't just be like, I'm depressed. Because as soon as you start labeling yourself with a whole bunch of like, characteristics you start taking on those characteristics like when I was saying like for me being able to post on Facebook I had to tell I had to say I had a mental illness so then I could post so they're not like oh this is a fact this is a fact and I don't have a mental illness I know I'm probably I can say confidently that I am pretty mental emotionally physically spiritually stable person like I am a stable person and I yeah but it's like I've seen people and it's like there's a deeper root to your problem than what you think it is it's it goes back it goes back to your trauma it straight up goes back to your trauma it goes back to your childhood it goes back to a situation that has changed you in some way that has changed you and has changed your body chemistry because it's like you were in fight or flight mode. It's a trauma response. So all these pharmaceuticals, all these antidepressants, and everyone's like, oh, mental health matters. Bell, let's talk. Bell, let's talk. But when you want to talk about something, when you want to actually say something about, hey, Bell, let's talk. You start talking about it and you're completely shut down because it's like you're not getting that external validation. And it's like, that's what a lot of people look for. They look for that validation to be like, oh, oh, but your problem is a deeper problem. It's deeper. 
And it's like, I don't understand why we, Bell, let's talk. We talk about it once a year. We talk about that day once a year. But if you talk about it on any other day, oh, we don't want to ruffle any feathers. We don't want to make anybody uncomfortable because we are human. Because we are human. And we are a spiritual being having a human experience. Like, I could get into Bell, let's talk. Like, I've looked into that company. And I've, yeah, I've looked into that company. And it's... That's another little shady, 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 shady corruption. Like, but yeah. And so that's my little intake on pharmaceuticals. I'll talk about my own experience because this is like, this is eye-opening. And when I always look back on it, sometimes I cry because I'm like, that is so messed up. That is so messed up how someone that has that doctor power, you know, doctors, physicians practitioners like I've watched people just give someone pharmaceuticals they don't ever talk about what could be the root problem they don't sit you down and be like okay why do you feel depressed why do you feel anxious like where is this coming from because it's always a deeper problem it's always deeper it's always rooted deeper than what's on the surface it's always 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 but back in 2018 um i was working at uh shoppers drug mart i was working at shoppers drug mart i was in a relationship i had my own place we had our own place and i was feeling you know like things that contribute to being depressed and anxious is sometimes it's your external factors it's what you're surrounding yourself with it's the job you work it's the relationship you're in but it's also like it's some it's your own i don't um it's your own soul trying to get your attention and be like this isn't working anymore like this isn't working for you anymore like it's literally trying to get your attention that's this isn't working for you anymore so I was like super depressed. Like I was like getting into like this, like I don't, I don't know how to describe it. I was just super unhappy. You know, I was working a job and it felt like I wasn't like moving forward. And it was a new job, like it was a new position, and it was just like draining me because it's like I was babysitting. It felt like I was babysitting so many people, and it's like, and you did. I felt like I didn't have that support, and it's like. I just felt like I was walking blind, you know? Like I was walking blind and I had so much pressure. So I like got super depressed. And my relationship also was not, like it, I feel like my soul was telling me the relationship was over. Like, you know, when you're in a relationship and you know, it's like, you know that has it has reached a point where it's like, like as a person that is very spiritual spiritual when it has reached a point you know it's like it's you've outgrown that person but you want to keep holding on to them because it's like that's all you know but it's like it makes sense though too like i'm not trying to diss my relationship that's not what i'm trying to do right now because that relationship was a really good relationship and i've learned so much from it i learned so much from that individual and he has given me so much back to myself he has showed me so much and I've showed him so much and I'm not dissing him in any shape or form. 
I'm just speaking from a perspective now, being able to look back on that and be like, you know, being able to accept everything that has happened and why it has happened. But my relationship wasn't in a good place and I was just super unhappy and I was surrounded by a lot of people that just were like, just like draining, you know, just draining. And it just wasn't in a good vibe. So what I did is I broke up with him and we had a place and this place was like, 1500 a month yeah 1500 a month no utilities included um you had to pay gas electricity internet yeah like 1500 a month it was like a three bedroom uh, no it was just above it was the top floor but it was a three bedroom house but it was 1500 a month and then gas electricity and internet and i think I think that was it but I was like I broke up with him and I was spiraling out of control like any type of life change we go through a grief period that's what I forgot any life change anything that's like moving you from <clears throat> one life to the next you go through a grief period you go through you were grieving because it's like that is not you anymore. It's like you pictured your future with that individual. You have pictured your future with that individual. And when it ends, your future changes. What you have pictured changes. Okay? I'm like having like a little like brain. Brain fart. Yeah, I think I have short-term memory loss because it gets hard. It gets bad. Sorry, side note, guys. But um, yeah, you go through a grieving period and it changes you. Like you are literally mourning a relationship. You are mourning a job. You are mourning a loved one that has passed. You are mourning something that has been altered in your life. So as I would like do with anything is I went to a doctor. Someone's like, you should go to a doctor. Because I was going to go on stress leave. Just because it's like that is a stressful situation. You're working a full-time job. Your full-time job can't even cover all these bills. Like it can't cover all these bills. Like it straight up can't cover it all. You're running on empty. You are working a job that's just sucking the life out of you. And is demanding so much. And it's just crumbling you. And you're in a system that you can see that it's not fair, but you keep doing it and you keep pushing yourself and you keep pushing yourself until it's like you just break. You straight up just break because you can't take it anymore. So I went to a doctor to get stress leave and I don't even think she was a doctor. She was a physician. Like I don't think she had a doctor's license i think she was just a physician and i went there and i told her i need to go on stress leave she didn't really talk much about the situation that i was in like she didn't ask too much too many questions she didn't ask the situation i was in she was just like okay okay let's get get you on stress leave and then what happened She's like, we'll give you some pharmaceuticals. We'll give you some antidepressants. 
because it sounds like you have a bipolar disorder. So let's look at what a bipolar disorder is, you know? She's like, you have a bipolar disorder, but it's like you're going through a period of grief. So guys, I'm just gonna type it up. So I don't know which one she diagnosed me with. Oh, so there's two different bipolar disorders. There's one that's a mania, and there's one that's a depression. When you go through grief, you go through a depression period. So, one of them is talking excessively, racing thoughts, hosti hostility, less sleep, delusional. The next one is depression, extreme fatigue, prolonged sadness, memory loss, poor nutrition. So, anybody that has experienced grief, anybody who has experienced grief in any shape or form, knows that these are the symptoms well the other one isn't the mania isn't but the depression one are symptoms of grief her first thought when i was telling her the situation you have bipolar i don't know which one it is one or two but she's like you have bipolar depression and i was i was like oh okay just agreeing just because it's like you trust a doctor's opinion you trust that they are being truthful. You trust that they are looking out for you for your best interest and they know what would work best for you. They know what would work best for you because it's like they have that authority, they have that power, they have that trust that we put into them that they will do less harm than good. Less harm than good. So, she prescribed me some anti some bipolar medication, and I was like, okay, okay. So I started taking them, and she was like, we're gonna up you, like you're gonna start taking these. We're gonna cut them in half, and then we're gonna up them. And this was like a few days, and I had to make an appointment for the following week to come back and then see what was going on. So she's like, start taking half of these for the next few days. Like just take half. And then in a few more days, start taking a full capsule. And then we're going to bump it up to two. So I started taking half. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I was on an emotional roller coaster. Like, I wasn't even... I was like, what the fuck, man? And it felt like you were losing control of your whole life. Like, it was like you were trying to grasp everything. But you couldn't grasp it because you were on this emotional roller coaster... Where one moment you were super happy and then you come crashing down and you're super angry. And then you're just like, you feel like you're going fucking crazy. So I came back to the next appointment and I told her, these aren't working for me. Like this is just making me feel numb. Note to self, I was grieving a relationship. And I go back to her and she's like, we're going to switch them up doesn't even give me a grace period to try to withdraw what I've already been taking out of my body. She's just like, we're going to switch these up and we're going to get you on. We're going to make you be taking the full ones. So I was like taking those for probably two weeks. I don't even know if it was two weeks, but there's a, it gets even better. So I started taking these ones and I was like back to the same thing. I was numb. I was feeling like I was going nuts. I felt like I was going crazy. And it wasn't doing anything for me because I was grieving a relationship. 
So I was like, I made an appointment two weeks from then. And like, I was, that was probably like the darkest point in my life because I was crying. I was crying and instead of naturally, like I was, it was bad. Instead of naturally going through the grieving period where it takes time, it takes dedication, it takes changing your lifestyle, changing who you are in this present moment and asking yourself the honest question of like, what do I need? Because you know yourself better than anybody else does. And we tend to forget that. We tend to forget that we know ourselves better than anyone else. So we always ask for someone else's opinion. We always ask for someone else's opinion because we don't believe in our opinion enough. We don't believe that, hey, this isn't working for me anymore and I need to change this. We don't, we don't believe in that. We always look for an outside opinion instead of an internal opinion. You know, we don't listen to our own voice because we were never taught to listen to our own voice. We were always taught to shut that voice up and always look outward for answers and not inward. So I, it's two weeks and I'm on these things and I think I'm taking two of pills a day now, just within that two week period. This is how fucked up it gets. So I was taking two pills within that two week period and then I had to do a follow up with the doctor. And this was probably a month long. Like this whole period lasted a month. Like this whole situation lasted a month and it was like, it was the most darkest roller coaster, roller coaster emotional ride I have ever been. One of the most roller coaster emotional rides that I've ever been on. Like the world was getting dark and I'm like, these are not helping me. But, um, sorry guys, I'm drinking some water. When you talk, you need to hydrate yourself. <laughs> you gotta hydrate yourself anyway. But, um, yeah, so I was like, okay, okay, cool, cool. I got to follow up with the doctor. We're going to talk about these medications. Like, there was in, also, within that point with her, we never, ever talked about therapy. We never, ever said, hey, maybe you got to talk to somebody. Maybe we, we got to get you to talking to somebody, and we need to pull whatever's happening in your brain out. Like, I'm trying to think if I ever went to therapy. No, I didn't. I didn't go to therapy. It's like, because this was like, it wasn't only just a breakup. This was a rooted problem, you know? Like, our behavior is rooted from our past experiences. And if we can't recognize that our behavior is rooted from that, then it's like, how are you able to change? How are you able to grow? How are you able to expand? And how are you able to be who you are meant to be? But, um, so I had a follow up back with that doctor and I told her these aren't working. Like, these are not working. I, I, this is bad. And people were always like trying to justify. They're like, well, maybe you weren't on them long enough. Maybe you weren't on them long enough. And maybe you, you need to be on them a little longer. And I was like, uh, what? <laughs> like what? Because it's like, this was the new norm. Everyone was on medication. Everyone was on some type of pharmaceutical. Everybody was on some type of pharmaceutical and they labeled it as being normal. Like they labeled this, this is the new norm. And if you're not on a pharmaceutical, you're, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> but um, yeah, I went back to her and she's like, we're going to switch it up one more time. So 
I believe this was like, I want to say three different medications. I don't know if my memory is right. Three or two. I don't know if my memory is right because it was like, it was, this happened in 2018, but I'm like, I'm not too sure, but still, but the dosage were up higher. But yeah, I think it was a third one. I think it was a third one. But that's not the point. Like, that's not the point. And I was, like, on them. And I was living with my roommate. And we were just talking. And she's like, this is so scary to watch. Because it feels like you're spiraling out of control. You're spiraling out of control. And it's like, you're just waiting for that spiral to have you, like slam you on the ground and get you planted on the ground you're like you're waiting for the spiral to end you're waiting for the roller coaster to stop so and she's like you should really take yourself off these because this is scary and it's like with like you're just a numb emotional like you're a numb emotional noodle <laughs> you're literally a numb emotional noodle right now so i was just like okay okay plus i was like when I was on these, I did some pretty fucked up shit on them. Like, I was like, you had, like, no self-control. Like, I remember one time, I was, like, puking, and it was it was just a bad time. It was a bad experience, and people were around, and I just felt like a joke. Like, I felt like a joke. And it's like, I look back on it, and it's a little... It's a little eye-opening. It opens your eyes. And I also was drinking on them, too. You know, any breakup, it's like you gotta deal with that heavy pain inside you somehow. And it's like, you, no, one's, no one teaches you how to you deal with a breakup. No one teaches you the healthy ways to deal with things. They teach us the unhealthy ways. Those are number one. But no one teaches you the healthy ways of dealing with stuff. So it's like, like any... How old was I? That was... It's 2021, 2018, three years ago? I was 20 years old. You're 20 years old and you're alone in the northern BC. You have no family around. You barely have any friends. And it's like, that's what you, that's what you deal with, you know? That's what you put yourself through. Just because it's like, hey, it's a very painful ride when you do it by yourself. When it's like you can't, you feel like you can't even like talk about it to other people because it's like you feel like it's, you're going to get judged for it. But here I am talking about it. But yeah, I was like drinking on them sometimes and whew, what a fucking a roller coaster of emotions that was. And I was like abusing other drugs with them. I was just, it wasn't a good time. I was surrounded by people that just wanted to take from me. Take because they could. Take because I would let them. You know, not having any healthy boundaries. Not being able to say no. Always having, needing someone to be there. Because I was just a lonely, lonely person. But really, I just had a really hurt inner child within me. You know? When you grieve. You grieve the life that is no longer going to be lived. And it takes a period of time to get past that grief. It takes a period of time to 
accept it. It takes a period of time to reroute yourself. But we're given a pharmaceutical to fix that problem. We're given a pharmaceutical to put a band-aid on a deeper inner problem that goes back to our childhood, that goes back to an event that has changed us. But we defend these pharmaceuticals because that's what makes you happy. Because that's what the only thing you know. You think that these antidepressants are is what's going to put you back to normal and is what's going to put you in a state of bliss. But looking back on that now and looking at myself for who I am today, I have accepted that it's a band-aid. It's not meant to fix the problem. And like I said, I've watched numerous people on them and they get they get they get really I feel like they, the pharmaceuticals make people, some people delusional. It makes, or antidepressants make some people delusional. Thinking that someone's out to get them all the time. But it's like, it's a deeper problem. You know? It's always been a deeper problem. And it's just like, whoa. Like, I've, just, it's, I've watched a lot of good people. A lot of good people, like, rely on those. And with anybody knows, you can get addicted to them pretty fast. Like, pretty fast. And... It's a little scary to watch someone become addicted to those. Because they, that's all they know, you know? But the doctors still give them out. The doctors never recommend, hey, maybe you should try a different option. Maybe you should... Quit your job that's been draining your soul dry. Maybe you should stop drinking. Maybe you should get more exercise. Maybe you should change your diet. Maybe you should start journaling more. Maybe you should write your thoughts down. Maybe you should get more sunlight. Maybe you should start chasing your dreams. Maybe you should... I don't know. We live in a system that is not meant for the human spirit. But we all try to justify saying that it is. It is. This system is meant for us it has never been meant for us that's why we see so many people that's why i'm able to see so many souls that have been sucked dry and running on empty and you can see it like you can see it i can even feel it like i can see it in people's eyes i can see it in people's souls and i'm just like i don't say anything but i guess it's time for me to start speaking up you know until this voice can't talk anymore because I'm young. I'm still growing up. I'm still learning. And within those 23 short years, I've learned so much. And I just want to start sharing it with people. I want people to start opening their eyes and being like, hey, maybe she isn't crazy. Because I'm not. I can say that confidently. I'm not delusional. I'm not crazy. I just see a system that was never meant for the human spirit. I see a system that was meant to crumble us. You were never meant to thrive in this system. You were never meant to thrive. But yeah. So 
Let's talk about the withdrawals, because those were, whew, those were intense. So it's like, my roommate at the time was like, you should get, take yourself off these. And I was like, okay, you're making a good point. Just because it's like, you should always get a second opinion from somebody. Like, I was thinking about it, but I was like, I don't know if I can do it, man. I'm on a stress leave. I'm just like on the biggest biggest i don't even know what it is a pharmaceutical bender (laughs) pharmaceutical bender of my life and also i want to also point out too i had strep throat back in october of 2017 or it was like a throat infection but it was like with any strep throat it takes like 14 days with antibiotics to you know like heal it and make it a little bit better than what you came into the hospital with but i went to the er okay the same doctor i'm not gonna say her name i'm not gonna say her name but the same doctor was the doctor that was working at the time and i came in and they're like oh we got a you have a throat infection like i had to just get my throat swabbed and then i had to book an appointment with her to see what was going on so then we could like get to a point where it's like let's get this strep throat healed let's get this throat infection healed and so then it's like you don't it doesn't get worse worse than it was before i also was like working uh how many hour shift was that like a 18 hour shift i think someone called in and i was only supposed to work from like for a few hours like six was it six no it was eight hours it was eight hours and i was like my throat hurts so much like i was getting like this weird like zap in my jaw because of it and they're like we need you to stay like the guy that owned the like the associate associate that owned shoppers drug Mart at the time is like we need you to stay and i kept saying no i don't want to stay like like he was literally crossing my boundaries and being a i don't know a 19 year old that's dumb and has no boundaries has no way of saying no and actually people taking you seriously he just kept pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing until i said yes so that eight hour shift turned into like an 18 hour shift and i feel like i exhausted myself And I feel like that was one of the reasons why my throat was getting bad. Because it's like when you're under stress, not from just like stress around the world or like, (laughs) not like, like when you're under stress, it's like, it's heavy and it's like, it's weighing you down. It really feeds on you. It feeds on that whatever type of sickness is in your body. You know, the body gets sick for a reason. It's like a messenger. It's like a, it tries to show you something's not working anymore. What it, what could that possibly be? So, yeah, the stress didn't add to the throat infection. And the next day I went to the hospital and I talked to her. So what she did to relieve me from, like, this is how messed up it was. She gave me like 260 T3s for a period of two weeks. Anybody that knows what a T3 is, should we look that up too? 
Let me explain what a T3 is. It is a painkiller. And they are highly addicting. Addictive. So this combination medication is used to help relieve mild to moderate pain. It contains an opiate pain reliever. Anybody that knows what an opiate is knows that those are highly addicting. Codeine and a non-opiate pain reliever, acetophamine. Codeine works in the brain to change how your body feels in response to pain. And acetophamine, fuck, I can't even say that word, sorry guys, can also reduce a fever. But anybody that knows what an opiate is knows that these are highly addicting. Highly addicting. 260 T3s for a two-week period of a throat infection. You want to know how many I took? I barely even... The bottle's barely even three quarters by the time I was done because I was like, I'm calling the shots and this is not a healthy amount to be giving a 19-year-old, a 19-year-old from a doctor that is supposed to have a professional, a doctor that is supposed to be looking out for your best interest as an individual, as a soul. You know, I was like, no way, I'm not taking these. They'll, they'll stay in my fucking, my fucking cabinet. <laughs> so yeah, I had those pills for like, I don't even know how long I had them for like a year or two. And I was just like, like, I'm not, I don't need these. Like how, like, especially like a 19 year old. It's like, everyone knows what, how 19 year olds are. Everyone knows how old, like how 20 year olds are. You know, no one teaches them the proper way to deal with situations. And if it's like, if I didn't make that shot, I could have been highly addicted to those. Like I could just be popping pharmaceuticals left and right. But it's like, I asked the inner question to myself. And I was like, yo, this isn't working. Like I'm not, you know. And like, that's when I just stopped trusting doctors. You know, like. When a doctor is meant to help you heal and they do the opposite, it's like, how do you even trust a doctor? How do you even be like, yo, I do have, there's a doctor back in where I was from and I do trust him. Like I switched doctors and I do trust him. Like I can tell he has a good heart and he wants the best for people. But yeah, it took a few years to start trusting a person of authority authority you know it took a long time but let's get to the withdrawals just because it's like we're already we're talking and i already like sort of been like yo let's talk about withdrawals <laughs> but um i had to like pull myself off them and i was like this is gonna be like a ride and a half this is gonna be a ride and a half and it wasn't that bad. Like, it was a little bad in the first few days just because it's like you're an emotional mess. Your body has been relying on these for so long. So, like, the longer the period you have been on relying on them, the harder it's going to be. The harder it's going to be for you to pull yourself off them. But it's like you need to call those shots. You need to be like, this isn't working for me. Like, this isn't working for me anymore. And it's like, 
if you can get through that period of time, you will meet yourself again. Like I said, this is just a band-aid. Like, there's other ways to heal yourself. Like I said, the pharmaceutical company is worth $341.1 billion. $341.1 billion. Yeah. That's cool. That's a, that's a bit of money. That's a bit of money. You know? That's a lot of money. For, uh... Yeah. For just a quick fix. It doesn't fix the problem. Just a quick fix. So, um... Let's keep getting to the withdrawals. Yeah, you need to be able to get yourself awesome. Because it's like, they have altered your brain. Like, in some shape or form, they have altered your mental... Like, it has altered the chemicals within your brain. So it's like... And it's like your body is reacting to them. And your body's going to start showing symptoms of that altered chemical. And the more you're on, the more like it destroys you. The more it continues to kill your soul. Yeah. It's just like, it's eye-opening when you see that. And I look back on it now and I'm just like... I'm like, I thank the Lord I didn't continue to go down that route. Because that route would have just made me a numb human being that was part of a system that wasn't built for the human spirit. A system that was never built for the human spirit. And I, like I say, I thank that roommate every single day because I, she watched me. She watched me go down that emotional roller coaster. That, um, that roller coaster that was, that was a really dark roller coaster ride. She watched me and she's like, you, you need to get off these. You need to get off these. And I was crying. Like, I was just like, I was so numb because that's what they do. They make you numb. They make you numb for a period of time so you don't have to feel what you're feeling in that moment. They make you numb so then you don't have to feel what you're feeling in that moment that will help you grow as an individual. You know, it's just a band-aid. It's just something to numb you. So you don't have to feel your, you don't have to feel that you being in that uncomfortable situation. It's just a band-aid. But then in six months, it comes back around. If you haven't really felt into it, it comes back around in six months. And it's the same face that showed its face last time. But hey, let's up your dose in six months from now. So we don't have to feel our human emotion. We don't have to feel our grief. We don't have to feel that there's something going on in our environment that is not helping us. That there's something from our childhood that is not helping us anymore. There is something deeply embedded within us. Deeply embedded within us, our trauma. That we forget that it's bigger than what's currently happening. You know? I've learned the hard way. I've learned the hard way. And it's been a it's been a ride. But it's like I've learned how to what worked for me and what didn't work for me. And like I said, every individual is different. You wanna stay in your pharmaceuticals, you can stay in your pharmaceuticals, but 
if you can look yourself in the mirror and you can see the damage that has been done that it's doing to you you gotta call those shots yourself because at the end of the day you know yourself better than anyone else knows you if you need a second opinion get a second opinion but you know yourself you your individual soul knows yourself better than anyone else knows you you know doctors don't know you doctors don't know what you've been through doctors don't know the trauma that you've carried doctors don't see where your life has been in the last year you know They're supposed to be looking out for your best interest. They're not supposed to be continuing, continuously killing you when they can see in front of themselves that you are dying inside. And let's give you another pharmaceutical. Let's give you another antidepressants, man. I can see you're on your the edge. Let's give you another one. Let's see what happens then. It's like you're a guinea pig. Like you're straight up a guinea pig. I know some people are like, oh, but pharmaceuticals are so good. Yeah, some of them are. Like, I'm not dissing them. I'm not being like, burn them to the ground. Stop taking your pharmaceuticals. If they're working for you, they're working for you. But they're not supposed to be a permanent thing. In a temporary situation. It's not supposed to be a permanent thing in a temporary situation. It's not. Because then we make it our our identity. We make it who we are. Like, hey, I I take antidepressants. Without this antidepressants, I can't can't function properly. But, you know, you can function with the right amount of exercise. The right amount of, you know, it's it's your environment too around you. It is your environment you surround yourself with. It's... It's your environment. It's from... The people you hang out with, your bad habits, it's its more than just, hey, take this. You know, it's a rooted problem. It's grief. When you're depressed, you're grieving. When you're anxious, you're too much in the self. It's like your environment telling you this isn't working for you. I need to change something up. I need to change something up. I need to look at myself from a different perspective, from a different outlook. I need to look at myself from a third person point of view. And I need to be able to be like, yo. Yo, this isn't working anymore. I need to change something. And we rely so heavily on other people to fulfill some void in us. Because we didn't have that void fulfilled when we were younger. We didn't have, like, we didn't have somebody to be like, Yo. (laughs) You know? I don't know. Stayed quiet for so long and... I mean, you got a rage or... It's not really a rage. And you got a fire that's being burned within you. You need to let yourself burn. You need to let yourself light on fire and you need to use that. You need to use your voice. You need to talk about what you've been through. You need to shine a light on the darkest areas of humanity so then we are able to see 
the darkness, we are able to be like, yo, this isn't working for us anymore. As a human society, this isn't working for us anymore. I'll talk about psychedelics, but I feel like I'll talk about psychedelics like in another episode just because they've done me more good than they have done the pharmaceuticals. They've done me more good because they are, when you think about the bigger picture, Gaia, Mother Earth, a living, breathing consciousness organism. Yes, the earth is breathing, you know, that's why it produces trees, that's why it produces life, that's why it produces, you know, our mother that walked with our ancestors, that used plant medicine, because that's what it is, you know, mushrooms, not only psychedelic mushrooms come from the earth, non-psychedelic mushrooms come from the earth, you know, we, you go out into the woods, you see mushrooms, you can eat them or you can't, you know, if you know which mushrooms to pick, or else you're in for some trouble. But it's like anytime you talk about psychedelics, mind altering, a mind altering medicine that comes from the earth, you're looked at as the bad guy. You look you're looked at as, oh, you do drugs and you're doing something bad. But hey, you can go into a restaurant and order some mushroom fucking I don't even know what it is called, stuffed mushrooms, but you don't bat an eye there. You bat an eye when someone talks about mushrooms at altar. Sorry, guys. I'm losing my voice. I'm getting, like, worked up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't think we can... Mm, let's see. <clears throat> Are we going to keep talking about this? Yeah, we'll be able to talk. The voice was going for a bit. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Like, you can go into a restaurant and order stuffed mushrooms... But as soon as someone talks about magic mushrooms that come from the same earth, they're not altered or made in a lab, they're looked at as the bad guy. They're looked at as, oh, there's something wrong with you because you like to consume magic mushrooms. What's the difference? It's a mind-altering... A mind-altering piece from nature. But so are your pharmaceuticals. Your pharmaceuticals are a mind-altering substance. Your pharmaceuticals are a mind-altering substance. Should I say that one more time? Your pharmaceuticals are a mind-altering substance, just like these magic mushrooms, just like anything you consume, whether it be who you hang out with, whether you drink alcohol, whether you get outside and get sun. Everything is a mind-altering substance. Everything is a mind-altering substance. Should I say that one more time? Your pharmaceuticals are a mind-altering substance. Mind-altering substance. You know, maybe if you say it enough times, it'll just, like, click. It'll be like, whoa! They're a mind-altering substance? No way! But at least the mushrooms, they come from Earth. Like, you can find these out in nature. Nature. N-A-T-U-R-E. Nature. Nature. I don't think you can find pharmaceuticals out in nature. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah. It's just like, you know, like, you get judged for picking a different route. You get judged for 
deciding something different. You get judged for being like, yo, 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 yo. These are actually very helpful. These are very spiritual. These can be used in a positive way if used properly. Like, I'm not telling you, hey, like, I'm not promoting. Go do some mushrooms. I'm not promoting that. That is not what I'm doing right now. I'm talking from my own perspective, and you can take whatever you want from this. Like, you can take whatever you want from this, you know? But I'm, that's not my message. My message isn't be like, go do some drugs right now. My message is I'm talking from my own perspective of what worked for me. And what has been helping me on this journey of trauma, of suffering, of pain, of grieving. And what has pushed me ahead and made me accept a lot more than what pharmaceuticals, antidepressants, a mind-altering substance. Let's say it one more time. A mind-altering substance. What is a pharmaceutical? A mind-altering substance. <laughs> yeah, like I just want to share. I just want to start speaking up. I just want to start speaking. Speaking some words. <laughs> and this is me speaking up. This is me using my voice because I've had enough. You know? You can only poke the bear so much until the bear gets pissed. Or the lion. You can only poke it so much until it's like, you know what? Fuck this shit. <laughs> like, straight up, fuck this shit. And no. Like, no. I'm watching souls be sucked dry. I'm watching people be sucked dry because of this system. And I'm just like, I've had enough. Alright, Emily Thompson... I've had enough of this bullshit. And it's like, I got anger, man. It's a fucking Sagittarius Mars coming out at me. <laughs> it's like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I've had enough. I've had enough, man. I've just had enough. I've been too quiet for too long too quiet and it's like people only take what you you know people take what they want and you can take whatever the fuck you want in this because i really don't care i do this for my own sake i do this for my own children i do this for my own future because i do not want to have my children going through what i went through i don't want to have my children and their children going through what i went through you know like i just recently went through a breakup and instead of being like, I need to go to a doctor right now. Instead, I just sat with it. I did some acid and sorted out through my problems. You know, it's almost like a mini therapist. Any psychedelic is. It's almost like a spiritual mini psychedelic. And it, po it literally shines light on areas of your life that are no longer working anymore. They're like, yo, yo, this isn't working. Your unhealthy eating habits, they ain't working. Hey, yo, your no boundaries, they ain't working. <laughs> oh, you put it, giving your energy to a whole bunch of people and not honoring who you are? That ain't working, you know? You know, you thinking everyone has the best interest for you? Hey, that ain't working, you know? But yeah, it's like I sorted through it and I wasn't really heavily relying on them. But I sorted through it and I just sat with it. I sat with the uncomfort of this isn't my life anymore. 